0: Well, Merry Christmas. Uh, We are delighted that you're here with us today. And uh, as we were thinking about the theme for this year, it had to be Christmas cheer. It just had to be something that would cause us to smile and to recognize that this is the greatest message the world has ever known. And uh, I won't read the whole reading from Luke chapter 2. Pastor Brandon read it here earlier. But I do want to read verses 10 and 11 and just remind you what the text said. Uh, It says, and the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. It's right there, Christmas cheer, good news. The angel said, Don't fear. And I think sometimes people fear, like, What will the message of, of Jesus do to me? What is this all about? But I want to tell you this don't fear. This is a great message. It's good news of great joy. And I believe that we're living in this Christmas cheer moment. I believe that we're really at this crescendo moment, if you will. I mean, Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, this is that moment where it's at the peak and we are enjoying Christmas carols. Um, I love when we sing them. I, I, I was actually listening to them when I was working out this week at the gym and I thought, that's weird. Not this week, it's not. How many know what I'm talking about? It's good. And everybody loves Christmas uh, carols, except for apparently one customer at a restaurant in Florida. Did you see that story? This guy complained on his bill, and he said, stop playing their Christmas music. It bothers the customers. And the owner of the, of the restaurant said, well, I'm turning it louder, you know. I like that owner, by the way. I like him. But we're there with our Christmas cheer. We've got the Christmas carols. Um, Christmas food, I mean, that brings cheer, except for lutefisk. That is, I just saw you Norwegians, that's just a weird tradition, I'm just saying. But Christmas cheer with the gifts that we give and receive, Christmas cheer with the scripture reading. There's something about that when you read it. It just, it just grabs us. And today, it's, it's all like red and green. I mean, that's just the feeling. But for many people, it's going to be blue and cold in just a, a few days, Let's live in that red and green. Let's live in the cheer. Let's live in what the angel was saying. When you're you're looking at this story, when you're looking at what the angel said, it's almost like it was a command. It was almost like a command, like, don't fear, but I've got good news for you. You've got to get into the good news, good news of great joy. I mean, it was emphatic. It's as if every word of that message, the angel was saying, this is as good as it gets. This is what the whole world has been waiting for. This is what God has been waiting for. This is good news. This is Christmas cheer. And I'm praying that we'll live in the message that the angels delivered and not in the message that the nightly news delivers. Because there's a huge gap between the two. This is where God has called us to live. I believe that we're living in the message, though, as a church. I see it. I see us living in that message, and I can tell you this, that there's a generosity that falls on the church this month. We get out of our our miracle offering, we get into our year-end giving, and there's a generosity that just, uh, just falls on the church. And I do want to say thank you for that. You're living in the Christmas cheer. I want to let you know that as a church that just in the last few weeks... Uh, we've sent around the world about $2 million of good building churches, humanitarian relief, and doing things to honor God. I, I want to let you know that we started 1,000 churches in India. We started two churches in Japan. They're, they're more expensive in Japan. Um, we started, uh, we, we sent $100,000 to Convoy of Hope, which is that disaster relief group that comes in when people need uh, somebody to say we care We sent $80,000 to feed my starving children, to send food around the world, almost $2 million. And I think that deserves a hand clap to say, to God be the glory for that. It's a beautiful moment here. And I believe that Christmas cheer makes everyone our friends. It just, we live to that elevated message. And I want to tell you this, live to the elevated message. Don't pack Christmas away. Don't pack it away. I mean, if it's a day, we could be on good behavior. We could dress up. It was only for this life on earth. Christmas cheer might bring us some joy. But I'm telling you, the message that the angels delivered, that was an eternal joy message. That was that it would be settled between you and God, peace with God. It was a beautiful message for the whole world to get in on. The angel said, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. When the angel delivered that, he was saying God keeps his promises. When he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. And he said he's bringing you Savior, the one that will save you from your sins, that will pay the price for your sins. He's saying Christ, the anointed one. He's saying this is the one that God was promising. And he said the Lord, meaning he's God, this is the Savior. And he's saying it's such good news. And without Jesus being sent to this earth, my life, your life, it would be a train wreck. It would be a disaster. There would be very little to get excited about. There would be very little to have joy about. But the angel delivered the most amazing message, good news of great joy that will be to all mankind. I believe this when God sent Jesus to this earth. I just believe this. I believe he was happier than anyone else. I just believe God was recognizing I have now sent the Savior to the earth. I have now made a way for you to be reconciled to me. I believe God was smiling ear to ear. And I believe in the smallest way that I could relate to it. How many know if you're a parent and you just get the perfect gift for Christmas, you cannot wait for your kids to open it? And you're just like, go ahead, open that one. You can hardly wait. And when they open it, their joy it isn't even matched to the joy you have because you provided the greatest gift. Now, if you're stressing right now, parents, that you didn't get the greatest gift, cash is always good. How many know that too, right? But there's a joy when you know you did the right gift, the perfect gift, and you're right there. And I believe God the Father realized that. When the angels were sharing that message, he was overjoyed, realizing man could be reconciled now. You could have forgiveness with God. And when the message went from the angels to the shepherds, they got in on the joy. Mary and Joseph got in on the joy. I believe the wise men, all of a sudden they entered into the joy. The Bible tells us that the joy continued to spread. People started to join the church. The Bible tells us in Acts 13, 52, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. And when you get on this message, when you understand, when, when Christmas cheer moves from the outside to the inside, there's great Joy. And those of us that have said yes to Jesus, we know what it's like to say, move the Christmas cheer from out here into here. Let it become real. Let it grow from the inside and then go to all the world. If you've never made that decision to say yes to Jesus, maybe you're looking at Christmas cheer and you see all the things that are going on. You're taking it in. But can you let it in? Can you let in that Christmas cheer? Let in the Savior, Christ the Lord. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 1, 8 and 9, it says, You love him, speaking of Jesus, even though you've never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him. And you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. The Bible tells us there's joy. There's a joy that you can't even explain, you can't describe, and that's what it is when Christmas cheer moves from out here and moves to the inside. I'm praying that those of us that have it, again, we will not pack it away, but we'll live it out every single day of our life. It'll go right into eternity, and we'll enjoy the the, the joy and the peace and the love that God has given us. But if you're on the outside looking in, I want to give you an opportunity to invite Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, to say, this is my moment. I'm around the joy. I'm around the cheer. It's out here, but I want to let it in here. I want to realize that the angel has delivered good news of great joy, a Savior. Christ the Lord is born, and he's for me too. Again, let me go back to that first thought of fear. Some may say, but you don't know what I've done. God knows, and he still offers you that gift. You say, but I don't know if if he could love someone like me. I'm going to tell you, yes, he can. It was for all men, all mankind. And I thank God that this gift is offered to you today. So if you could bow your heads and close your eyes for just a moment. And I want to give that opportunity as we have this beautiful service to celebrate Christmas cheer. There's been joy. There's been laughter. There's been time for the kids. There's been time to sing the familiar songs. But right now, I'm asking for those that need to let Christmas cheer in on the inside. You would say, I may not know Jesus as Savior, Christ, Lord. I may not have said yes in just a moment. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand and look up at me, and I'll acknowledge it, and we'll come into agreement. I want to include you in the closing prayer. But this is your moment for you to be able to say yes to Jesus. Yes, Savior. Yes, Christ. Yes, Lord. I want to acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior. And if that's you, and you're saying, Pastor Rob, include me in the closing prayer. Would you do this all across this room? Would you join dozens of people that are going to say yes to this? Would you raise your hand and look up at me? And I'd love to acknowledge, go ahead, hands going up all over. Raise your hand and you say, yes, Pastor Rob, I'm in. I'm in. I want to do it. Yes, hands going up all over the place. Hold it high to say, Jesus, this is my moment. I want to be forgiven. I want to stand for you. I want to realize you'll be Savior, Christ, Lord in my life. That's right, I see the hands, young and old, going up all across this place, saying, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Thank you, you can put your hands down. And I want to pray this prayer. I want to pray a line, and then I want you to pray a line after me. I want you to repeat it out loud. And I'm going to ask that those people around you, as a form of encouragement, would just say it with you. All right, nobody's going to pray alone here. We're going to join you and encourage you as we pray this prayer. Let's pray this together. And I'll pray a line and you'll pray a line. The Bible says that Jesus will forgive you of your sins and Christmas will move from the outside to the inside of your life. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, you can repeat after me. Uh, Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins and all that I've done wrong. I ask you to forgive me. I believe you died on the cross and rose again from the dead so that I could be forgiven. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. And now I pledge to live for you the rest of my life. Give me the strength to do that. Lord, I thank you for all those people that made that prayer very simple but very true. They said, Savior, Christ, the Lord. I thank you for that, and I pray right now for those people, whether they raise their hands or not, if they meant it in their heart, they would realize that they're forgiven. They've made a decision to follow you, and I thank you for that. I pray that as they walk in that life with you now, they would realize it's, it's, it's a grace gift to them. They didn't have to earn it, and they can now live in that grace and grow deeper in love with you. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen.